Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the next episode of Cowboys Huddle with my boy Footsta King and myself, Cowboys Blog. We're ready to roll deep in the conversation of the draft. We're, uh, you know, we're days away now. It, it's gone from months away to weeks away to days away. So how, how are you feeling, Foots, days away from the draft? Man, Joe, I feel great. Um, I can honestly say that this process, more than any of the last draft processes have been, um, they've been fun more or less. Like we've been able to, you know, we've been able to, to kind of get a wide range of, you know, who who Dallas may want, who, 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 who feels who feels good for the Cowboys. So it's the safety position. Well, what if we get wiped out at safety and defensive tackle? Well, well, what if we get wiped out at defensive tackle? Well, what if a defensive end falls? Well. If there's a guy that we don't like, what if a guy like Ja'Kai Polite, I doubt that the Cowboys would go after him, but what if he's falling and, you know, he has a first round grade more or less. But so it's just all of these things and all of these different scenarios that with this draft process, we've really had to play out. And I'm glad that that we've been able to do just that. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what it is. And the Cowboys have kept us busy with all their free agency moves. And I think that's really what what's um you know, really leaving the door open for the Cowboys to do just about anything when the time comes to make a pick, you know, whether if they want to move up or stay stay where they're at. So I'm pumped, man. I'm really pumped about this. I know we don't have the first round pick, but I think they're going to do something exciting for this team here. No, and I think that the biggest thing that Dallas did was the moves they made. All right. So you talk about <clears throat> Randall Cobb and you talk about signing D-Law. But then you talk about bringing in Robert Quinn. All right, so there was a time where we didn't know mm-hmm. what was going to happen with 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 Demarcus Lawrence. Like you just didn't know. Right. Now that he's a cowboy, now that he's in the fold, getting the surgery done, now you know that you're in situation. While you would like to have Randy Gregory too, you know that your defensive end situation is still, if anything, at an elite status. Tyrone Crawford is coming up on the back end of his career, but he could still give you a good year. Um, you don't know really what's going to happen with Taco, but you're hoping for the best with him. So with that, I think that the Cowboys have, if nothing else, covered themselves to do what? To draft freely. There's been some some um, some conversation of, you know, possibly O-line. Me and you just had to talk about it off the air, and we'll bring it to maybe on the air. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go that route. I don't think the Cowboys, I also don't think the Cowboys can use another resource on the offensive line. Um, but like you said, with the with the free agent moves, Joe, getting Covington as well on the inside, I think that they have, if nothing else, they've unhandicapped themselves to having to draft a certain position. Right on, man. Right on. And and kind of, you know, expanding more on, on the offensive line because, you know, like we said, we had that conversation offline. The Cowboys set themselves up really good in free agency by extending Cameron Fleming two years. Yes. So that is really, really big. And the, and the price that they're going to be paying him is almost starter money if you break down his contract. He's going to get like $6 million. So if you're kind of looking at offensive line as a premium pick, I don't see it this year. It'll be the year or the year after. So... They, they've, they've bought some time there. Cameron Fleming is a Super Bowl experienced right tackle. So, you know, if, if they're going to let Lyle Collins walk, which, you know, there's a lot of indications that that might happen, that, you know, that's a strong possibility. They have Fleming there. They're already 
protected themselves there for 2020, then they can go after and draft somebody if they want to. I mean, you know, in the, in the games that Fleming played, I thought he was fine. He wouldn't have got an extension or the contract if he wasn't. I know that there are people out there who have a problem with Fleming, but let's not act like we didn't have Chad Green two years ago. So, yeah. you know, you know what I mean. Like, I think that I think that Fleming could be a starter in this league. Oh, yeah. I think that you know what I mean. I just think that the Cowboys have not kind of been spoiled, but want to use him as Tyron Smith security. And I'm not mad at that. Shoot, in my mock or in my last mock that I'm going to do, I want to get some Zeke security. Okay, mm-hmm. Zeke kind of wore down towards the end of the year. So I'm not mad at you getting security for a star player. At the same time, getting that security on the cheap and what Dallas did with paying Fleming, it makes a lot of sense. So you even talk about Lyle Collins. I really believe that he's out of position. I really, really do. Yeah, he is. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. So, I mean, we can kind of get into these to these position combinations and how we want to um, and how we would like to, you know, how 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 Dallas may attack this draft more or less. Yeah, let's do that. Let's let's look at uh, possible scenarios, maybe some player names, and uh, you know we can do like the first, yeah, uh, you know, we can do second, third, and maybe hit up the fourth round. See, you know, what scenarios might lay in store for us. Let's do it, man. All right. So the Cowboys, like we said, we don't we don't have the first round pick. They're gonna be looking at Amari Cooper highlights. So. At 58 in the second round, that's, you know, that's a lot of picks off the board. So how, how are you feeling about where do they want to go here? Um, at 58, I'm really thinking that safety is who they are um, honing in on. I really believe that, um, I really believe that what's going to happen is everybody will have different safeties rated differently. And so in that, you're looking at a guy like Taylor Rapp, who, Joe, is no secret. He's been my favorite player, um, especially in the back end. I like Nasir Adderley, but he's been kind of okay throughout the draft process. Nothing to – I think that, honestly, Jonathan Abram and Juan Thornhill may have jumped Adderley in the draft process, right? Mm-hmm. But when you look at Rapp, to me, his film trumps all. I look at a player who jumps off film. I know the four, seven, eight, or whatever – Whatever that he ran the pro day, I didn't even care about the numbers because I'm trusting the film. And I know that safety is a stopwatch position. I don't care. You see a guy who makes up for it with his instincts. You see a guy, to me, if he's if he's right and he hits his ceiling, he could be Troy Palomalu. I'm serious. Just plays with his hair on fire, will come up, will hit you, and will also tackle well. So there's a difference between just being a hitter. He can also wrap up and make a tackle. You never see him out of position. You always see him make filling on the play. So if if teams decide to get cute, and it's kind of like what we said last year about Derwin James. There's no reason on God's green earth why Minka Fitzpatrick should have been drafted before Derwin James. But what happens is teams look at Derwin James. He has kind of an unorthodox style, runs a little weird, is tall, has a kind of a different build. So teams are like, well, what is he? Is it a strong? Is it free? Man, put him on the field and let him play football. And so this year you were able to see Derwin James play free, play strong, play in the box, blitz. Just let him let him be let him be a free player out there and let him go out there and have fun. You know what I mean, Joe? So mm-hmm. <clears throat> when you're looking at Taylor Rapp, we also got to think about a player who compliments Xavier Woods well. So 
even I'll be honest with you, Joe. If he gets to fifty, I may even trade up just because I love the player that much. For rap, you're saying? Yeah, for rap, I would. I what, would. What's the most you would trade up? Um, if he gets to fifty, I would go. Okay. So what what is the most you would get? Would you give your third to move up, or are you, you gonna give? Uh, like, I would probably, I would possibly give my four to move up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, w- I would get my four to move up, Joe. I would. Only because I think I just think he's that good of a player. And that and that's that's the good thing about this draft. You got you you have the two there. You know the two fourth round picks. So you could you know if if things look like they're gonna not gonna fall your way. Yeah, man, throw one of those fours in there. You still have another one, so, you know, you're not hurting if you make that move. Yeah, and see, to me, when you, you just, you're thinking of a guy who can change your back end. Um, and so, that that's just, that's, again, that's just, that's just my thinking, right, Joe? I'm mm-hmm. thinking of a guy who, now you have that team speed, you have Leighton Van Der Esch, dog, who, who in a cover three scheme and what Chris Rashard wants to do, you add a, a Taylor Rapp on the back end, flying around out there, won't lose anything in coverage. What are we talking about, Joe? We're talking about a championship defense now. So to me, you know, I, I can't give up another. There's no way I'm going O-line. There's no way I'm going receiver. I would even, I wouldn't be mad at even a corner. All right, Byron Jones security. Mm-hmm. You can never have enough corners. Okay, you, you sell me on corner, Joe? Cool. But... And, and, and so we talk about the other guys, you know, Jonathan Abram. I think that he's helped himself in the process. I think that also scouts and pundits out there have made themselves fall in love with Abram without looking at his bad traits because he has some bad traits. He he is very frequently out of control. Um, and he is very, very frequently kind of just in the wrong place at times. He's, he sometimes plays out of position. And he doesn't have the instincts of, let's say, a Adderley or a rap. However, when he has it, he has it. You go watch that Mississippi game and he's like a man on fire, making plays, intercepting the ball, you know, playing with playing fierce, just flying all over the field. But then you watch other games where I mean it's bad. Coverage wise is bad. Penalty wise is bad. Um, but then Mississippi, you know, against some really good receivers, he's turning and running and he just looks like he belongs. So what what Jonathan Abram are you getting? If you stay pat and at 58, you see Jonathan Abram on the board and you want him, go draft him. But I'll tell you this, right? Mm-hmm. There may be teams out there who want Jonathan Abram over Taylor Rapp because they value, you know, the stopwatch. They value the 40 he ran. I think he was sub 4-5 or 4-4. I can't. I know him and Juan Thornhill ran a good 40s and Darnell Savage ran a good 40. So, me... If the question is what position would I go, one, I'm leaning towards safety. That's just me. I think that's what the Cowboys are telling you without telling you. Um, receivers out. I think you're good at receiver. Running back at 58 is a little too rich for me, especially because this this running back class stretches deep. So that's where I'm at, Joe. What about you, buddy? Yeah, I, f- I feel like that too, man. I, I do not want to see them draft a running back there with 58. Uh, it's just, and especially somebody that's not going to get impactful snaps. I mean, you know, they will be in the rotation and, and alleviate some of the carries off of Zeke, but for 58, 
you need you you have you have higher needs so for me running back definitely not there for me the fourth round on, on a running back i don't even want to use one in, in the third so but the two positions i'm looking at too are safety and d-line that's for, um you know i think they've done a lot to set themselves up to get one of these guys if if they fall uh yeah. you know whether it's uh you know rap obviously and and the thing about his his numbers too he you know he had a sore hamstring and this and that so the numbers are kind of skewed and that's the thing i've been telling people about ferguson there's tape out there on his pro day he was slipping all over the place the the ground was wet so i mean these players are they don't want to tear their achilles or their knee kind of like you know the who was it the cornerback from washington it was right went to the eagles yeah. towards achilles yeah, yeah. Th these players are very cognizant of that kind of thing so i'm like i took that one at, at first sight when i saw the ferguson number i was like dude those numbers are terrible but when you go and look at the actual pro day oh man he was slipping and hitting himself i was like nah okay you're not gonna get good numbers from that you gotta go with the tape and the tape speaks for itself and that's how i feel about rap these people saying that he's gonna fall and He's off the board. I'm like, man, that's knee-jerk reaction, man. Come on, the, the Cowboys scouts and the, <coughs> and the big heads in there, they're, they're they don't think like that. You know what I mean? They're looking at everything, and I think just the pro days and those are just, you know, just another piece of the puzzle. But it's not the whole puzzle. You know what I'm saying? It's so, a piece of the puzzle, and again, mm -hmm. the Cowboys brass doesn't think like that. Will Clay won't do. Will McClay won't do something. You know. Yeah, and the familiarity with the programs like Louisiana Tech, they got Xavier Woods from there. So they, I mean, they know the program. They know Washington's program in and out, Boise State. They just have these go-to programs where they've known about this guy for a couple of years already. Not just like, oh, it's draft season. Now let's take a look at him. You know, they've <laughs> they've had targets on these guys the whole way. So, and I think that's just something that you know the fans need to to keep in mind you know this isn't like a whole new thing that they know absolutely nothing about the player especially for the colleges <clears throat> that the cowboys are really familiar with so that's what it is man but no i know i couldn't agree more joe i think that people you know and there will be some teams who don't have the scouting department or the trust in what they do you know mm -hmm. that may knee jerk ho 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 i don't know about this four at seven this scares me you that's know that's right that's right yeah. And they may have a GM who, who doesn't give them the green light, but I don't think the Dallas will be one of those teams. The Cowboys are very good at rolling the dice, but being smart about it. I know some people will say, well, what, what about the Randy Gregory thing? Well, I mean, if you look at it, they already knew about the off-field stuff. But when you look at what he does on the field, they're right on. He was a first-round talent. We saw that first round talent last season when he was able to play pretty much the whole season. That's a good pick. It's a good pick. Now, if you can just get around the NFL's antiquated rules, I mean, right. you're, you're good. You're good. But Cowboys got that right. You know, as far as the evaluation of the player on the field, they got it right. Randy Gregory's a hell of a player, man. I mean, he's got that bend. He brings the pressure. Yeah, Randy Gregory, a full season, can be something very special. Yeah. He's very DeMarcus Ware-like. I mean, mm -hmm. even in a run game, he's gotten better. Um, yeah. His, his play recognition has gotten way better. He, you know, and I think that's why the Cowboys extended. Uh, I think that's why the Cowboys extended him. You know, it's one of those things. It's like 
they know regardless of what's going on, we just can't let this talent go. And I'm not mad at I'm not mad at Jerry for that. We just gotta let things play out. What I've learned with this team, even over the last thing, even over the last year, let's let it play out. Let's see what happens. That's right. That's right, man. And that's kind of how I've been taking this whole process with these prospects this year. You know, I, I, I like to do I like to do more work on the player. Um, you know, when you when you look at some of these numbers, like, well, okay, well, why is this number like this? You know, let me do my yeah. own research and see what it is. Um, so, you know, and when you find out the reasons, you're like, oh, okay, well, you know, that makes sense. So, Taylor yeah, Rapp, I mean, he's going to be good. Those, yeah, those 40s, man, I mean. Sometimes there's a lot of pressure on those guys, man. Sometimes it could be a start. It, it could be anything, dude. Mm. You just you just never know. You really never know. I like Thornhill uh, myself. I, I've liked Thornhill the whole way, and I like uh, Rap. I think those are my one and two, and then I got Abram as, as my third, and then uh, Savage, I think I have him as my fourth. Joe, tell me on Juan Thornhill, because I'm not as big on Thornhill as you. Tell me on him. What do you like? I like Juan Thornhill's ability to you know to roam around. I think he can give yeah. the physical play as well. I mean, he does miss a couple here and there, but which safeties don't? And I think that with you know Coach Baker and Rashad, uh, Chris Richard, those techniques that some of these players are kind of lacking a little bit. They're still kind of raw because Thornhill to me has some rawness to him still. Yeah, I see that. They, Virginia. Yeah, they can clean that up. And and the same thing with um with Abram. I think to me he's more of a traditional box safety uh you know he can be a little bit too aggressive but i think with baker and richard they can clean that up and he won't make some of the mistakes where he looks like he's gonna blow a play up and he misses the the play completely you know so that's really where i feel good about us taking a safety here because i i've i'm encouraged by what richard has done with the secondary already so i feel that yeah. you, you can mold some of these guys and even if it's not these early guys because the Cowboys. They're looking at some other players, you know. They're looking at, uh, you know, the, the safety out of Michigan State, Willis. They're looking at, uh, yeah, you know, a lot of other like guys. Willis. So, like in the Boston College, you know, one too. So, I mean, I think they will get a safety in this draft. It's just a matter of where they where they yeah, have Luke, them ranked. Lucas, Lucas Dennis, yeah, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> and Willis from. Uh, Michigan State, no, absolutely, Joe. Uh, I don't know, have they lost interest on Amani Hooker? Um, yeah, I hadn't seen, I hadn't seen too much on there. I know he's he's not a thirty visit. Um, yeah, but uh, you know there there's a whole bunch of secondary players in here, and I, and I know that. Uh, I to me, I feel like Richard feels like they're missing a piece there, and it could be that safety. He's gonna probably try to pound the table on on one of these secondary guys, either his safety. Or his cornerback, so. No, yeah, I agree. I mean, when it's when it's all said and done, Joe, I think that what Dallas will do is marry a scheme or marry a plan with the player that they draft. And as long as they can do that, like, so you're right about Juan Thornhill. I think his coverage ability is superb. I also think he's a superb athlete. What scares me about Thornhill is how tough is he? Mm-hmm. That that's my that would be my only question. Yeah. His toughness. Whereas when I look at rap, I don't see a, I don't, I don't have any questions about his toughness. Like not one. Then that's really what I like about Washington's program. They they put out some really good secondary players, cornerbacks. Um, they gone early and they're scrappy. You know, they come into the league right, uh, 
ready-made ready-made so to me taylor rap is ready-made he's you know he'll be out there day one definitely ready-made no i can't i can't uh, i can't agree more so joe what are we doing at 90 okay so let, let's say that you know well let, let, let's figure this out okay defensive line or safety is that kind of how you feel for the first pick it's going to be either pick, or yeah okay. yeah so either or let's say they take a safety or a lineman who goes to the second round um well I, I you know it still kind of depends if they take a safety there in in the second round i think they go d-line right there in, in yeah. the third round yeah but if they go d-line i think I'm not so sure there's a safety there. Savage might be there, but I feel like he's more of a... He would be a good free for me, but he could also probably give you that uh, that nickel back as well. That speed, man. I just love that speed. That rec- He's got good recognition. You know, I, I like him. Do you, do you think Savage will last to the third round? I think Darnell Savage will last to the third round. Because I don't think I don't think that he'll be on some team's boards because of how small he is. Yeah, I think that his size will his size. He'll just he'll just he just won't be on some team's boards. I just think that he just he's light, man. He's yeah. like what? I don't even think he's a true two hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. So, like that's what scares me about him in Dallas. Unless they would have a plan, and they do like him. So unless they would have a plan to put some weight on him. I just don't know, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I could see them taking a cornerback. You know, any one of these big cornerbacks are looking at, if they're there available, they could go that, that direction. Joe, what, is, what does the Vanderbilt corner do for you? That seems to be uh, who they zeroed in on. Yeah, Joquan, uh, yeah, Joquan Williams is... Joquan Williams, exactly. Yeah, he's he's a big dude, man. He's 6'4", and, and a lot of these guys <laughs> that they're looking at are 6'plus. You know, you got 6'1", 6'2". You got a couple guys that are 6'4". And, uh, yeah, Joquan Williams, he would be a good pick. He's pretty much like a blanket. <laughs> I mean, how do you get the ball to your receiver? The guy's just so tall, and he's he's got the numbers to to jump ball and, and you know make plays and yeah his combine was good i like his i the, i've watched a couple games of him already and i, I really really think this is a richard special he he's not gonna give you the dang shoulder tackle that we see from some of the <laughs> i won't say who but he's not gonna give you the shoulder to try to knock you off your your feet and, and make that as a tie he's gonna hit you he's gonna tackle you that's what i like about him He's not afraid to get get in that mess there. So I like that about him, and I think he still has a lot. I think he has a high ceiling. You know, he's out of Vanderbilt, and um, this is something that I think Christian Shard can really mold into his next Sherman type of player. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you, and even as I watch, I'm watching this Darnell Savage. Savage, Savage intrigues me, Joe. You're right. When you go back to the drawing board on him. He really does intrigue you. It's just the size. But when you talk about what if what if they turn Williams into a safety? You know, you just never know with the Cowboys, like what their plan is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um yeah. it's gonna be fun to see. Um now, I'm not gonna lie, third round is where I think they're gonna go <clears throat> um I think they're gonna go defensive line. Mm-hmm. Um because I think if you want to play like Colin Sanders. 
I yeah. think you're gonna have to get him in the third round. He's not gonna last to the fourth. Oh uh, yeah, no, no way. Yeah, no way. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You you see what I'm saying, Joe? I just mm. think that he's too. He's he did too good at the Senior Bowl. Um. So that's just me. That's I just me. I I really I really like the player, and for him not to be on, on the thirty visit or hardly on the Cowboys' radar, it it could be one of those smokescreen deals. Yeah. The Cowboys have only done that really twice here recently was with, with DeMarcus Ware and, and Morris Mo Clay. Claymore. Yeah, Mo Claymore. Yeah, so, you know, but what they're looking at, you know, they're looking at secondary, defensive line, sprinkled, you know, running backs and wide receivers. O-line is virtually not even on the radar. Cause so, um, it, it'll be it'll be interesting, man. You know, especially for the players. Colin Sanders, he 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 fits a need, and man, that guy can play. Yeah, no, I mean that guy can play. He's one of my favorite defensive tackles, and I just I'm like, man. But then I'm, you you have the whole thing about the small school deal with, and the Cowboys seem to be staying away from that here in recent drafts. So, uh, you know, it, it'll it'll be interesting to see what they do with it. I think the thing so. The thing that sold me on Saunders was how he looked against, you know, against the Senior Bowl competition. I mean, he was dominant, dude. Yeah, he was. He was dominant. And I'll be honest with you, he I like Rennell win, but I would rather have Saunders. He had more he had more in his bag. He had more things packaged together for me than Rennell Wren. Yeah, I think I think the Wren talk is really has really uh fizzled out. I yeah. think that was that was the early one from the senior bowl, but Saunders, I think he still has the momentum. Uh, Tristan Hill from UCF has big momentum. He's a 30 visit for the Cowboys. What about the uh, TCU uh, tackle? Or mm -hmm. end? Is he an end or is he a tackle? Which one are you talking about? Uh, Collier? Or are you yeah, talking about LJ talking Collier. About, um, I think he's more of, a, of an end. Was he, but, was he a, yeah, so was he a visit, Joe? I know you yeah, do a great job. Yeah, he, yeah, LJ Collier was a, a Dallas day. Yep, good doubt. Okay, but um, Marinelli wanted to do a, a private visit with him, so watch that one there. That would be an interesting pick. I, I could see that being a pick for them as well. Do you have to get him in the second or the third round? I don't think he's gonna last to, to ninety. So I think if you want if you want him and certain players are wiped out, you probably have to get him there in the second round. I think that would be one that. I think Cowboys brass would be upset about hmm. um, just because I don't think that he has the buzz. Hmm. Now I did hear he had a great combine, and the thing that you like about him is, from what I've heard, he plays the run very well. I got to go really do a deep dive on him and just see kind of what his bag is. But I've heard that he's very stout against the run, and that he, his Texas tape they say is really good. But you know they they put him in some three. I, I, we just gotta see. Like it's that's again the tricky thing about drafting at fifty eight is you just don't know. You know, you just can't quite pinpoint. You know what I mean? Who who Dallas who Dallas wants, dude? It's tricky, man. It's tricky because I mean, what if what if let's say what if Jalen Ferguson starts to fall, Joe? Mm -hmm. Do you scrap your your safety notion? Um, well, it's, it's the same. It, yeah, the, the the Ferguson situation will be exactly the same thing that we're talking about. Wrap the numbers, but um, the production you can't you can't deny it. I had a guy tell me 
you know, the whole, um, he played lower competition, that and this. But if you go and look at his his games, he had two sacks against Mississippi State. That's not small school. That's big time. Yeah, that's big time. That's, that's big time. So two sacks, that's something there. And then he he looked good in, in, the, in the senior bowl. I, you know, I thought he did. So, I mean... I, I don't I don't see him falling off and, and watching his interviews I love his interviews he just seems very confident yeah, he, yeah, he, he definitely is very well spoken yeah well spoken confident off the field on the field I, I for me I like Ferguson a lot more right now where we're at today than I did you know right there around the senior bowl so uh, I think he's he's a name to, to watch out for now the, now the tricky thing for the Cowboys to figure out, it won't be us, but it would be the actual Cowboys figuring this out, is, is he a left or a right? Because he's kind of in that middle. Like, I, I, don't see the tw- I don't see a super twist-up player, but I see a, a, twist, a, a player that's twist-up enough to play right, but can you now put some bulk on him and make him a left and put him in a rotation? Well, you're not going to make him a left because you just signed Demarcus Lawrence to a five-year deal, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it. Yeah, that's that's a good question because yeah, like um, where where are you where are we now playing? You know what I yeah, mean, Joe? Yeah, that's a good question, and I think it comes down to um, you know he rushes from both sides. Yeah, we'll yeah, he, yeah. He rushes from both sides, and uh, he he's a pretty big guy, so he's 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 pretty low, a pretty big load to handle for these these tackles. So he may not have the most refined moves in the bend and that kind of thing. But the bull rush move is is really his his go to, and um, but his feet. I mean, he he he's got really good balance. You know, they try to knock him around here, and then he's still up, and he's still bringing the pressure. The motor and the balance, I think, are pretty good with him. Um, I I just like I like him a lot. No, yeah, his balance, the motor and the balance is really good. I think, like you said. I think did he have a bad three cone? I think it was one of those metrics he didn't do well. But I'm just kind of like yeah, the three, yeah, 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 the three, cone, three was, cone. Yeah, the three cone was an eight. But when you look at the film, you don't you don't see an eight yeah. three cone guy out there. Okay, yeah, I agree. Maybe he just you know sometimes those drills get tough for these players, man. And that's not to say that he can't do it or he can't get up the field quick. If you see the twitch, you see the twitch. So it's gonna be it's gonna be tricky to watch. But Joe, here we go. All right, our third pick in the fourth round will be a fourth-round pick, obviously. Mm-hmm. It'll be the Cowboys' third pick. This is where I'm targeting on my back. Um, and I need – I got to have it. I got to have Zeke's security. So if we want to extend Zeke's career, um, you, I need a player who can steal a series or two or three from Ezekiel Elliott. I'm, yeah. really, I'm really falling back in love with Bryce Love. Um, I know some of these guys that don't have the production that he's had are kind of climbing up the ranks, but I like Bryce Love. It's between him and Devin Singletary. I think Singletary throughout the process is going to drop because he didn't have a good combine, but I see somebody who can play. What do you think about that, Joe? Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, Bryce Love, I think, is definitely on the radar. Um, You know, they don't have him as an official 30 visit, but... um, like like we talked about, some of the programs they have their thumb on on the heartbeat. And Stanford is one of those. You know Dalton Schultz, they got him out of there. And they're very familiar with with the program, so it's like sometimes you don't necessarily have to bring them here for a thirty. And sometimes a thirty visit is more of 
you know, more a of a formality. Yeah, yeah, more of a background, like one more, one more look, you know, or one more reason to scratch him off of your list. You know, not necessarily like we want this guy. Sometimes it's about do are we sure we want to scratch this guy off our list? So yeah, that's that's the thing about the thirties. There, um, and that's why sometimes these players that get drafted, we're like, well, he wasn't a thirty visit. Where, where did this guy come from? So. You know the 30 visits are important but at the same time it's not the end all be all for for the draft so bryce love i think he would be a good one here and you will get production from him you know he had the acl surgery from dr anderson you know the best in the business and um he's gonna be good to go for i think i think they already said by uh by camp he's, he's gonna be ready to go yeah i heard him talking saying i think it was on nfl network it was one of those things that was just like you know, he's ready. He's locked in. He's already running. Um, and he's doing things now that I think when he, if he were to come, it, I just like, so I would even take Bryce Love over Singletary only because the level of competition that Love played against was a little bit better than a, than a player like Singletary. And I saw Bryce Love rush for 2,000 yards. So I believe he had a 2,000 yard year. Maybe that might be, I'll have to check that. But I know that Bryce Love, I've seen him run. Like, he's similar to Zeke, but he would be able to add some juice to your offense. The problem with Rod Smith is, you know, when he comes in the game, I don't think the defense is on alert. I just, you know what I mean, Joe? I just think it's one of the things like, okay, Rod Smith is in the game. We're good. And we kind of need a player to add juice to 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 our, a, a series or to, to be a change of pace, like a true – change of pace and that doesn't mean he has to be a scat he just needs to change the pace and he needs to come in fresh and pop and hit the holes hard yeah so. that's that's what it is that's what it is i, I think the fourth round that's where I'm, I'm with you on this foots like you know for sure this is the sweet spot for me the fourth round whether it's 128 or 136 get that insurance for ezekiel because if you're going to invest 15 to 16 million dollars a season on the guy uh, you gotta have somebody there to alleviate those carries, or he's not gonna finish that second contract, and you're gonna be left holding the bag. So you gotta uh, invest. It's all about investment and insurance. So yeah, you know, running backs like Bryce Love. You know, they t- they they looked at uh, Divine Ozigbo on Dallas Day from Nebraska. He's a really good hard runner. Yeah, he is. He runs hard. That's the word for him. Hard. He runs hard, but he's more of a he's feast or famine. He's either gonna, you know, knock out a, a big run or he's gonna get he's gonna hit that line and kind of get stuck there. I do like his feet, but he's kind of a feast or famine running back. And then you got uh, Daryl Henderson from Memphis. They met him at the pro day. They like him. Tony Pollard. I know you like him, right, Foots? I love Tony Pollard. I was about to say. Joe, they got the wrong Memphis back. I like the way Tony Potter looked, especially in that. Uh, you talking about somebody who catch the ball and run the ball? In that Senior Bowl game, he was running hard. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I mean, I highlighted on my channel, so that's kind of the back that I want. Somebody who has hands but doesn't give up much in the run game. Yeah, that would be right, right there, man. I think Pollard right there in the fourth. You know, Henderson, the other, the other guy too that like him. Um, <clears throat> Who's the other one? The guy from Alabama. He's a 30 visit, Damien Harris. Yeah, that was surprising. And Mike Weber. Because Harris is more of a banger. Yeah. What do you what do you think about Mike Weber? 
Uh, I like him. I don't think he'll be there. I think he's picked up a lot of steam. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think that he'll be. I don't think that he'll be available in the fourth. Mm-hmm. He might, but I think that you know, the the league love loves Ohio State players. Yeah. Um, and so I just think that I don't think he'll be there, Joe. Yeah, they, yeah, him. They met with Madison at, at his pro day at Boise State, so there's interest there for that one as well. So I mean, they they have a lot of running backs that uh, that are definitely on the radar. So I feel like they're going to come away with the running back. But I'm with you. I think the important thing is to get the right one. You know what I mean? Like like you said, you want to get one that's going to keep their the defense, you know, on their heels. Like, is this guy going to run out the backfield and catch a pass? Do we need to cover him, or is he going to run the ball? You know what I mean? And I feel with Rod Smith, it was that, you know, they, they weren't scared of him catching the ball. It was a little, you know, out in the flag catch for like two yards or some crap like that. We got to get somebody that can really do something once they catch the ball. And he, yeah, he definitely got ones here with Tony Pollard, uh, some of these other guys. Yeah, I just don't think that, I don't think that a defense fear Rod Smith. And that's no knock on Rod Smith, but I just yeah. don't, that, yeah. I just don't think that anybody feared him. No, that's right. That that's that's exactly right, man. That's exactly how it looked. And he it looked really good in the preseason, but I think I mean I don't know what happened. I just Zeke was just out there a lot. <laughs> juice, man. You need a player who can add some juice. Yeah. That's a real thing. So um, you know, as we go I mean the process is all, almost here, but you know, on that what Saturday, I'll be looking to see Joe. You know, I'll be looking to see, you know, can they right their wrongs? Because, I mean, you're not a lot of players away. And I think that you're good. I don't want them to get cute and, you know, try to draft a receiver. You're good at receiver. Yeah, that, yeah that, that is exactly right. I don't want them getting cute, trading back, accumulating picks, and doing stupid stuff. I want them to stick with their board, man. Stick with what Wilma Clay has really, he's really done really well for us. And just, you know, I don't want them to, to throw a wrench in here and do something weird, so... Yeah, man, I agree. So I think that we knocked out the first three picks, Joe. It'll be interesting to see what ends up happening moving forward. Yeah, lots of names out there that we, we like to get out there for you guys. So, you know, look up a lot of these players we're talking about. Look up these running backs, uh, Tony Pollard, um, Bryce Love, Mike Weber, Daryl Henderson, uh, you know, Devine Nozigbo. Look, look these guys up. They all have different kinds of things to their game, but I think they all can contribute to the Cowboys if they do, in fact, get drafted by the Cowboys. So take a look at a lot of these guys. You know, the, these, these safeties we looked at, take a look at their tape, make make your own assessment on that. But, you know, I think uh, they're definitely in good shape, man, with what they've done in the offseason with free agency. And and now, uh, you know, time to put the icing on the cake, I guess you could say. No, definitely time to put the icing on the cake. And then, like you said, Let's just see what ends up happening moving forward. It's going to be fun, you know. What we will do is make sense of it. So, Cowboys fans, Joe just ran off the – he just ran off the list, okay? So, you guys kind of kind of try to see, all right, who do you think fits with the Xavier Woods? Who do you think will be the best runner behind this offensive line? When I watch Bryce Love, I just see a guy who adds juice, has the speed. I know the injury. I don't care about that. I think he's a good player. I think with this team – and, and coming in and being able to spell Zeke, maybe do some things in um, special teams, I think we'll be fine with a player like that. Right on, man, right on. 
so I think um, I think the plan here moving forward and uh, Foots and I talked about this we'll try to do uh, we did this last year we did like a mock draft you know kind of leading up to that, that final week so I think we'll try to do that um, on, the ne- on the next one right Foots yeah we'll do one and then we'll do another one we can either do a live one Joe or we can each just just get get a player that we like and you do the first round I'll do the second round and give a reason why and then we'll just go uh and just keep we'll just continue to go that we'll, that, we'll, that sounds fun guys i hope you guys are pumped for that because i'm pumped man i'm pumped for this draft no first round pick but i'm still pumped as hell man because like you said we're only a few players away and this could be the draft that really puts us over the top yeah man definitely definitely could be yeah. i'm excited though i'm definitely excited that's it guys hope you guys enjoyed this episode of cowboys huddle make sure you give us a five-star rating thumbs up on all the uh, your places that you listen to this podcast you know soundcloud itunes or uh, yeah. google play give us some good uh, thumbs up and stars on that we really do appreciate it good deal rock roll peace everybody we're out peace